And uh, speaking of notebooks, I had a bug up my butt was like two weeks ago to make some notebooks and throw them in the cicada? shop. No, no, they were just like mm-hmm. colored notebooks with really heavy paper, and they sold how long's like, it been there? Yeah. Really quick. <laughs> huh? Are you all right? <laughs> I said, how long's it been still... there? Yeah. <laughs> still on the bug up the butt. Yeah. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Erasable Podcast. This is episode 163. The cruelest month is over, and by that I mean we've almost made it through February of 2020. <laughs> and it is spring-ish, uh, depending on where you are in the country, but we are here to have a good old-fashioned Fresh Points episode, catch up on some stuff, and talk about some things that we're anticipating. Yeah, and so glad glad to be with you, and I'm, of course, joined by two of the finest gentlemen I know, Andy and Johnny. Hello. How's Where's it going, the, dudes? Where are the gentlemen? It's just us, I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't make more friends, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just being you nice, know, but never again. <laughs> we used to call these Fresh Point episodes Fresh Points of Bel Air. Oh, yeah. And remember how? Remember that? Like, then we you need to get back stopped. to that. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh points of Bel Air. Oh, man. Man. I'm going to have that head, that's that song in my head all night. <laughs> I say we reinstate in that Pennsylvania, tradition. West Pennsylvania, born and yes. raised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. Cool. So you guys doing all right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, <laughs> yeah. It's been a long week. It's only Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Even my son was sitting up like getting ready to go to bed and he had his PGs on. We were asking him to brush his teeth. He's just tomorrow, Friday. No, man. <laughs> oh, I wish, dude. <laughs> no, it is Tuesday. We, you're not even close. Do you want um, to see the spirit just go out of the eyes of a child? Yeah. She's been like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be here faster if you go to sleep. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Kids go to sleep tomorrow's Friday. It is? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. We're doing something fun. I'll just tell them that they they dreamt it. Yeah. yeah. You guys fell you guys fell asleep on the couch. I carried you to bed. Yeah, yeah man. You guys <laughs> were out last night. Wow. <laughs> nice. All right. Well let's 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 dig in. Let's start with tools of the trade and Johnny. Go for it. Awesome. Tell us what you've been stealing and showing. <laughs> so I've I guess I think I'm late to the game, but I've gotten really into Austin Cleon's work. So I just devoured Steal Like an Artist and Show Your Work and the third one, Keep Going, is here. It came today, so I'll read it like tomorrow because they're pretty quick reads. And like, I, how do I say this? I feel like sometimes the terminology that he uses can sell himself short, if that makes sense. I know, you know, there's the pun on show your work, but it's really about getting your work out there. And I feel like if you don't read the back of the book, then you, you just kind of miss it. Mm. And same with Steel Like an Artist. I'm like, oh, the book is way better than it sounds like when you look at the cover. The first time I saw it, I was like, that doesn't sound interesting. I don't want to read that. But <laughs> it was like super great. I love it. And he does a lot of cool zine stuff and he likes pencils. So he's just a like, very fun person to follow. And I read uh, World of Wonders that also everyone else in the world's already read. I didn't know what that book was about either from the cover. I thought it was about interesting you know, entities in nature that are full of wonder, like narwhals, but it's <laughs> not. It's really just personal essays, which were really good. That was also a, b- a book that was way better than the, uh, the title would lead you to believe. Hmm. But totally recommend it. That was like 
really a page turner. And there is a section about narwhals, and I did learn a lot about narwhals. They're so adorable. But there was nothing in there on koalas, which almost ruined the book for me because I love koalas. <laughs> but yeah, that's my boring life lately. I'm rewatching Shetland because why not? Did my you get to the part about the ponies? <laughs> no, no, I don't think there's <laughs> no. a single horse in the whole series. A lot of what? Volvos. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of and Volvos. <laughs> and I'm, I've never been to Scotland, so I can't say if this is just a show, but it seems like everybody in Scotland has three French presses in their kitchen, and that's it. Which, <laughs> like, oh, another reason I need to go live there. But my allergies have been, like, ballistic lately, so shut in with the air conditioning on, even though it's, like, in the 40s at night, watching a Scotland show. <laughs> With coffee at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Cozy life. Living the dream. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm writing with a Statler Norris because I forgot what an awesome pencil this was. And I picked one up recently and I'm like, hot damn, it's just perfect. And um, I'm just writing on whatever scraps were sitting around, which is a lot of stuff. <laughs> How about you, Andy? I was talking to Katie before we started just to see, just to remember what all television we've been watching and we've been watching a lot of things that are have like short seasons have either of you heard of mayor of east town no so there's the it's this hbo show and it's if you took one of those just really dreary british murder shows oh like that one with david Tennant that i can't remember the name of broadchurch yeah if you t- take something like that but set it in, in pennsylvania and they and so Kate Winslet stars as mayor, and she is a police detective in this small town in Pennsylvania called East Town. Yeah. Thought it was about a and, horse. Yeah, <laughs> and the it's it's just it's just a really small town, dreary, but also very good murder murder mystery. And it's funny because SNL last week parodied it because everybody has this very specific accent that to me sounds like a Baltimore accent. There's a lot of like. No, no, like I, I can't even do it right. Oh, Just, East PA is like that. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's in the the parody was like it was this guy's daughter was murdered, and so it was like, you murdered my daughter. It's like my daughter is murdered. You found her in the water. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I found my daughter in the water. God. And and so imagine Kate Winslet, uh, this British actor. <laughs> Uh, trying to do this accent it's it's very good it's very bleak very bleak it's always super gray in this town and raining i assume that's what east pennsylvania is like we're in episode four if you if you if you like the catholic church i would recommend watching it let's just say that <laughs> it's just like my I, show i'm I, gonna check this out i think you would like it, johnny i think you would really like the, <laughs> the first episode katie and i were like i think johnny would like this also watched and finished uh season three the final and third season of Shrill. That is that show with A.D. Bryant uh, mm-hmm. from Saturday Night Live. That's set in Portland and is really good. They just posted all of that end of last week, I think. So we watched we watched all the episodes because they're short. Went fast. We didn't have a lot else to do this weekend. Watch that. And finally, there's this other show that we are in the middle of that is on Peacock. It's a Peacock original show, which is NBC streaming app. Have either of you heard of Rutherford Falls? Mm-mm. Sounds familiar. But I have no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah, this one, it's really good. It's starring Ed, Ed Helms, who played Andy in The Office. And is this guy lives in this place called Rutherford Falls, which is named after his ancestor. That sounds and... like a fake name that Andy Bernard would come up with. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we're not sure that Andy Bernard is not just, you know, playing this character. Uh, it's it's really good. It's it's kind of a quirky comedy. comedy. It has a lot of Parks and Rec vibe to it, I think. 
And it is a little bit about colonialism, interestingly, because his forefathers built this town, but it, they, they built it kind of using this, like this trade agreement with a Native American tribe. And that tribe is still in existence. They run like a casino in town. And it's, it's a little bit about that. It's, it's a really good show. It's funny and it makes you think and it's just seems kind of sweet. So I'm liking it so far. And last thing I'll mention is this book that I started reading a couple nights ago called The Effort. It is a science fiction-ish book. It takes place in the, I think, I think it takes place during the Trump administration because they talk about that. But so it's a dystopian fiction book. Like every book of fiction written during the Trump administration. <laughs> there is a uh, comet currently hurtling toward Earth, Earth, and this is about like different nations trying to pull together and an effort to stop it. So it's a little bit Armageddon. That movie meets. Have you ever seen Station or Red Station Eleven? I need Disease. to. I have it, but I haven't haven't read, really, read it yet. It's a really good book. It focuses on characters, but in all sorts of different sort of circumstances, and it talks a lot about sort of like what happens to society when there's just sort of a mass panic, and you know, a mm. comet might just destroy all life on Earth. Yeah. So so far so good. It's a really well written book, and I am writing with my Palomino Blackwing Palomino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which we'll talk a little bit about in Fresh Points in my some of the final pages of my Blue Lich term, which I, we will also talk about in Fresh Points. Tim, how about you? Nice. We have been first and most importantly, we've been rewatching Gilmore Girls. Oh, nice! So it's, it's, it's funny time. how I feel like you have what this will be like your second run of Gilmore Girls since we've been doing this podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. Because the first time was, well, like we had started it twice, I think. And so, like the time, the first time we watched it in the podcast, I was finishing it, finally finishing it for the first time. But I had seen some of them more than once. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've watched random episodes since then. But we just started right from the beginning, so we're on like episode eight, something like that. So that's been a really good fit for like what we what we need right now. And we're also because it's, it's also an antidote to the other thing we're watching, which is the Yellowstone. Have you guys watched Yellowstone? It's so good. It's got Kevin Costner, and basically he's this like super powerful rancher in in the Yellowstone who owns a, an absurd amount of land and who's going to like crazy means to keep control of the land. So it's there's part of it where he's this like righteous dude who's trying to save the land from like modernity, like taking over and turning it into casinos and hotels. But he's also got like a sort of Walter White side to him where there's just, he's willing to do some evil stuff if he has to. to, And so there's these developers that are trying to encroach on his land. And then the, but there's also the, the local native American tribe that's trying to take back sections of the land. And it's just a family drama about his family that runs this ranch called the Yellowstone. And it's very good. It gets pretty dark, but we, I mean, we love it. It's on, I think you can watch it on Peacock, Hmm. but it's, it airs on, paramount originally so the third season comes out or the fourth season comes out this summer sometime and we're yeah. somewhere, somewhere in the second season it's a fantastic show yeah it's really really good so if it's sort of like a mix between a, a western and like a breaking bad style show yeah so, which is right in my wheel <laughs> right in my wheelhouse <laughs> deadwood breaking 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 deadwood yeah it's like modern day yeah, deadwood sort of i don't know breaking deadwood <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Okay. <laughs> and then I'm reading, I'm finishing up that Hank Williams biography, which I told you guys about. I think I've got like 20 pages left, which has been really good, but also a really sad ending because it's like the whole last chapter is just about his like really pitiful death. Like he just, I mean, he just sort of drinks himself into oblivion and just fades away and like dies in the back of a car and they don't know he's dead for like four hours and just drive because they're just assuming he's passed out. It's yeah. I mean, it's pretty bleak oh, ending. Yeah. I mean, the whole book is I'm glad I read it and I would recommend it to music fans. But I mean, it is just basically a book explaining just how much he drank, which is yeah. really wild. I mean, like people describing it as him drinking bottles of whiskey like you would drink a bottle of water like just incre- i mean just incredible amounts and then he had these like quack doctors that would follow him around and basically after he'd drink they'd give him these weird shots that would make him throw up and then they'd give him like amphetamines to go up on stage oh, wow. and then he'd get done with the show and then he'd just start the cycle again it was just it's it was <laughs> awful and he he died at 29 oh god and wow. so this is all so he died of like heart failure from like drug abuse by 29 it's it's really wild the movie i, I think i talked about that last time but the movie gets it right. So you can just watch the movie if you're not interested in a 300 page book about Hank Williams, but I saw the light <laughs> and then I'm reading. So the other, the last two things I'll mention is I, we were in Asheville recently and I got the new and selected poems of Ron Rash, who I've talked on, about on here many times, mm-hmm. but I got the phys- a physical copy of his selected poems, which is really, really great. And that's been a good source for songwriting uh, inspiration the last several days that I've been looking through that. And then once I finish the Hank Williams book, I am going back and I am reading the King Killer Chronicles by uh, Patrick Rothfuss. The Name of the Wind. Have we talked about that on here before? I don't think so. It's this like one fantasy series that I've been talked into by enough friends to read and not hate fantasy as much as <laughs> I typically do. So I've read most of the first one. I thought I had finished it, but I actually didn't. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna start over. I'm gonna read the first one that I bought the second one. They're they're massive, but it's just kind of like these this big fantasy trilogy. The third book's not out yet, but just that has a huge cult following. And the thing that got me stuck on it after reading the first like thirty pages is that it's fantasy, but he's also a really beautiful writer, which he's not one thing that usually drives me crazy about fantasy is that they hide behind their like weird made up words all the time uh-huh. <laughs> or their, their world building, but they don't worry about just writing a good sentence, you know, and he's just a really good writer. So yeah, that's what I'm reading. That's what I'll be reading. I listened to some of the audiobook to get it started, and, but I bought, I bought a physical copy recently. So I'm going to read that. And I am writing with also while I was on that trip to Asheville, the brief trip to Asheville, I finally got some Blackwing 840s. Oh, yeah. Which is the the coast, like the surfing one, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this place was selling them in singles. So I just got a couple of those. Remind me which core that is. I think it's Pearl. I didn't even look it up, but it feels like a Pearl. Yep. But yeah, I like it. It's a way I'm, I kind of regret not buying a dozen of them. I mean, I have more pencils than I could ever use, but they're really, really <laughs> gorgeous in person. I really like it. So I'm a fan officially. So <laughs> surprised. Yeah. Legitimately surprised. Cause I, I straight up avoided them. I was just like, no, thanks. Don't want that one, which I don't know. Really, I don't know why I was so definitive on it. But then when I saw them there in the cup, I was just like, oh gosh, those are actually cool. And yeah. I'm glad I got them. So I got a couple of those. So I'm writing with that. I do have my Blackwing Palomino here as well. And I am using which I'm going to talk about soon. I'm using a Maruman notebook, the Maruman notebook that is the Maruman, oh gosh, 
C-R-O-Q-U-I-S, which maybe means something. Six five, <laughs> like Croqui or Croque, I don't know. But it's a it's a really cool notebook that I'll talk about um, in a minute. Oh, that's me. So let's do let's do some fresh points. The fresh points Bel Air, the fresh point of Guinness. And I'm trying to think of some other <laughs> some other puns. So Johnny, why don't you get us started? Okay, I'm, I have some points to point out. I points roll. <laughs> points and points. I think we Andy mentioned the Brood X books that Headbone and Story Supply Company put mm-hmm. together. My set got lost in the mail for a while and they just showed up yesterday, but they are so freaking awesome in person. What's the paper like? These are the cicada ones? Yeah, it's. I'm no. pretty sure it's their regular paper. Okay. So yeah. it feels like right notepads, but cream colored and a little thinner. Works fine for fountain pens. I, as soon as I got it, I was like, what can this, this can handle it? handled it all well but the picture was so good i showed it to frankie she's like no uh get that away (laughs) it's very realistic yes yeah and i think you can get like a sticker pack with a couple extra stickers that were skulls and one of them is the perfect sticker of a uh cicada so i'm glad i got that they emerged yet johnny i haven't found any yet we've had you know the weather keeps going up and down and it's been cold at night lately so Mm -hmm. like any day and right outside my my tiny desk is by my bedroom window, which is by a lot of trees. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Probably next time we record, I'll be able to put the mic on the window and hear them. <laughs> oh, God, that's a creepy thought. Yeah. So last I checked, when I went to go get the link for the document, they still have some left. So I'm, I have no idea if they made lots or little or what. But there, definitely go get some, especially if you live in Brudex area, because ugh, creepy. <laughs> And uh, speaking of notebooks, I had a bug up my butt was like two weeks ago to make some notebooks and throw them in my cicada? Etsy shop. No, no, they were just like mm-hmm. colored notebooks with really heavy paper, and they sold, how long's like, it been there? Yeah. Really quick, <laughs> huh? Are you all right? <laughs> I said, how long's it been still... there? Yeah, <laughs> still on the bug up the butt. Yeah. You know what? I should have made. I only made twenty packs. I should have done seventeen and called them the cicada books. Mm. Now I got to make some more. Every time I play with a paper cutter, I'm one step closer to losing a finger because oh yeah, it's going to happen. I've <laughs> cut my finger in it before and lost a nail and been like, whoa, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> There's a finger guard, but I have small fingers and didn't work. But yeah, I, I found some really, really good paper that works well with everything, including fountain pens. and made a bunch of notebooks and they went really quickly, which made me happy, yeah. except that they were really heavy and hard to ship. So hopefully they got to everybody safely. And I'm late with my pencil zine this month because I sent out a survey and I'm switching it up a little bit so that instead of each issue being like one long like meditation on a theme, it's going to be something more like a newsletter or magazine newspaper type oh, thing where there are different columns and then also a themed column once a month. Yeah, nice. So yeah, I got the paper. It's it's bright yellow. It's going to be awesome, hopefully. Did and you... I'm, did you already talk about your Tuesday zine last time? Did I? I My know. really obscene. So every I put out a zine that's a buck, and it's called the Tuesday zine. And this week's is called I F and hate frozen waffles, and <laughs> it, it it turned out to not Edgy be about Johnny. frozen waffles. There's only <laughs> one line about them where it says plus they taste s h i t, but the rest of it was about uh, family. So, yeah, every week I think it gets a little better, and every week I sell a, f- a couple less. So I'm just going to keep doing it because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not losing any money or making money. It just evens out, so it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I mentioned quickly that I'm super into Austin Cleon right now. But if you go to his website, he's got some really cool posts on there, like the comfort of a pencil, which I really appreciate it. And a lot of cool stuff on there about making zines and journals and, I don't know, it's not inspirational, it's really motivational. Hey, I'm doing some awesome work. You guys can do some awesome work. And that's that's good. That's what we need right now. I think like my favorite Aust- Austin Cleon thing is just when he... Uh, like periodically shows back up on Twitter and is like, what are you people doing here? You know, this place is terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get on there much. He's get off, start a blog, send a newsletter, get off this website. And then he just disappears. <laughs> and then he comes, I always love those moments. So. <laughs> telegrams. Yeah, just send telegrams. Yeah. Postcards. Cool postcards. <laughs> he's got a nice Instagram account. He does. He weighs the notebooks when they're finished, like on a scale to weigh like all the stuff that's in them. It's pretty funny. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, and he has a, a post on there where he links to all the stuff he uses. He's before you ask me, here's all the stuff I use, and links to it. I'm like, that is thoughtful and probably took a long time. So, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely go check his stuff out if you like creativity at all, and also subtle humor, which I, I super appreciate. Yeah. He also has a post on there about how to break in a Sharpie that's totally legit. Look for that. I got to find links for these. Sorry. So those are all my few fresh points. What do you have, Mr. Andy? I actually have a bunch this time around. The first one that I'll mention, I think, is the the one that I think this came out like literally the day that we published uh, the last episode. And so I wish it came out just like slightly before. But I'm talking about the newest of the Blackwing Era collection, which, if you remember the last Blackwing Era, it was a it was made to look like the the first Blackwing, right? Like the mm-hmm. the kind of like the black with the the darker ferrule and the, the stripe. This one is kind of going the other direction. It is a Blackwing Palomino, and it is it basically looks like this. Palomino that HB that the late the late Sean Malone sent a few pencil bloggers about ten years ago. Johnny, you got one of these too, right? No, I don't think so. I oh, I thought you did. Well, he he, he sent it. We had, there was like a little email chain going around before social media was like a really huge thing, and back when he was still sort of like engaging with the pencil community, and he and before Blackwing re-released the Blackwing, before Cal Cedar oh. re-released the Blackwing. <laughs> I can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And so he didn't have any sort of animosity toward them, but and he and he loved the the Palomino HB, and he basically took a blue capped Pal HB and sanded down the ends and put a Blackwing ferrule on it and made we didn't call it a Hackwing then, but it was the first Hackwing that I've ever seen, and this one looks exactly like that. <laughs> it's a it looks like a looks like a Palomino blue Palomino with Blackwing cap on it. So I use those like almost exclusively for like, three years, like in the middle yeah. of our podcast. I just would I made tons of them. I still have them like all over the house. So it's like really bizarre to be yeah. holding one that's like official, <laughs> right? And it, it definitely, you... it, yeah. Go on, go on, Tim. I want to hear what like your thoughts on as a as a big fan of the Pal HB. I want to hear what your thoughts on. Yeah, on no, I mean it's cool. It's I my main thing is like, it's it's confusing because they just brought back the Palomino HB. Right. <laughs> so it's they just brought that back. So are they getting rid of it again and they're just doing this temporarily? Or is this just, hey, you know that pencil we sell for $15? If you want that <laughs> pencil but with a different eraser, it's twice as expensive. And here's the, the era. Yeah. Uh, that's basically that's what a, it is. I thought it was a joke 
because <laughs> I mean the Palomino made people you know pay attention to them and made the Blackwing possible, and it's you know basically gone by the wayside. So they're like, I thought it was a joke yeah. to them be like, hey, guess what? F you, Palomino. It's and it's the name the name bugs. I'm sounding more negative than I feel because I actually really like it and I'm happy with it. But like the name also bugs me because it's like them. It's like a car coming out that's called the Mustang Ford. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I mean, like they've dropped they've dropped the Palomino Blackwing from their brain. The so like Cam- a... Camry Toyota. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it reminds me. There's this like meme that's going around, and I don't even know if it's real, but it's um, this like clothing label called uh, "Mark by Mark Jacobs for Jacobs by Mark Jacobs by Mark Jacobs," <laughs> <laughs> just all on this label, and it's just yeah. So it's the. I, I joke when I say it's the Palomino Blackwing Palomino because we don't call it the Palomino Blackwing, Blackwing anymore. It's just Blackwing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we're just going to go ahead and slap Palomino back on yeah. it. But, it, I mean, it's, it is cool, and I, I've been using it, you know, for several days now yeah. and enjoying it just fine. I mean, it's not one that I – I I mean, it, it's kind of nice. It's like getting a bunch of pre-hack-winged HBs, and then I don't have the as much of the – stock up impulse on it because i had been making them for years before because you still have some yeah yeah sure yeah i mean i've got yeah i've got i still have 80 hbs left yeah yeah i think i mean it's a to me it's a really you know if this were like years down the line and the palomino had had kind of gone by the wayside it felt it feels like it'd be a really nice tribute but you know you could still buy the eraser black palominos Mm -hmm. in the store yeah and and it's just still pretty Yeah, still pretty recent memory. So I, I I feel weird about it because it, as you mentioned, Tim, and I think some pretty cynical person in the group said this too, is they, they're just looking for a way to sell, you know, a twelve dollar a dozen pencil for thirty dollars yeah, a dozen with a, just to put a different hat on it, you know. And it's it's, a, it's such a huge jump from hey, here's the first Blackwing ever that Walt Disney yeah. used, and here's a pencil we made in the 2000s, you know, to yeah. jump. Like, I thought they would do more. I mean, I was hoping maybe there'd be, like, a, I don't know, like a Van Dyke. I don't know if they have the yeah. if they if they have the permission to do that kind of thing. They might not. But, but other versions of the Blackwing, just stick with the Blackwing. You don't have to. Like, this is what, yeah, like you said, this is one for, like, maybe 20 years down the road. Again, I don't mind that much because I like it, so I'm still yeah. gonna I'm still yeah. gonna use them and lo- and love them. But it just was a yeah. really odd second choice for the eras. Yeah. yeah, when the era came out, did they sort of announce that it was going to be a series? I thought it was a one-off thing. Uh, it seemed like it was going to be a recurring kind of. Yeah, the way that they said it, it it seemed like it was going to be like there were going to be several or more than one sort of in that collection, but they really didn't oh, interesting. commit commit mm-hmm. to anything. Yeah, yeah. Just like occasionally yes. we'll revisit one kind of. Occasionally we'll yeah. put out three different pencils in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> just for jeez. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> they're still yeah. assembling like pages over at Field Notes. Yeah, yeah, I think somebody who works there has to have an interesting sense of humor about completists to be like, hey, you know what? Let's change the imprint. Let's like put a different eraser on it. Let's change the box. Let's really mess with these people. Because <laughs> like you would really just go so broke chasing all their stuff down. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we we the three of us kind of split a subscription, or not a subscription, but a box, and you can get them in both uh, the orange and the blue, which I think is is like a cool idea because you could get the original Palomino in the orange mm-hmm. and the blue. But yeah. Yeah, I wonder why they did it that way instead of just doing one box of you know six of each. 
<laughs> Why do you like think, that Johnny? Be, that, that <laughs> How do we get yeah. people to buy two dozen? Yeah, yeah I mean, so sixty dollars instead, instead of yeah. yeah. I don't know how many people are going to buy them. We're only going to buy one box anyway. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I need three for later, one for now, and six for eBay. Yeah, <laughs> it really does feel like this is these. This collection is for you know the wonks, like the like the people in our group are not the wonks, right? <laughs> oh. like, does anybody? Does anybody? just out there who might pick up, you know, impulse buy some fancy pencils from an art store. Do they care that this is like an homage to a pencil they made 15 years ago? I don't know. I do wish I was saying in the group that they, they don't seem to be doing a tribute to the, the like foil stamps on it, but I really wish it had that California Republic logo on it. Like in tribute. Oh, that would have been awesome. You're right. I missed that. I missed that brand. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That did the original Blackwing have that on there, or did it just say Palomino? I can't remember even. Um. Oh gosh, I don't remember. I'll have to look at that. I have a couple old, Fleck Blackwings in my, in my oh, stash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just you know what? Let me pull out my little box right now. Nope, it had the horse, but I don't believe it had the California Republic logo on it. Oh, that was classy. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, interesting, interesting new, new era from from Blackwing. We talked about the Independent Bookstore Day pencil last time. When I was distributing these, I also included one of those, one of those in it. Just even <laughs> though I know y'all hate it, I thought I'd tell you. <laughs> They're even worse in person, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so I mean, I appreciate I've, the gesture. I've grown to I'll, like I'll, that. Okay. We, okay. I, I've grown to like that really weird little like random gold stripe that's at the bottom, at the base of it, about a third up. I don't know why. Just weird. Okay, cool. So I also want to mention, I think I talked about this a little bit in Tools of the Trade. I am coming up to the end of my Leutsch term, and we're getting, I'm in the the part where the pages start getting perforated. So coming up toward the end. And it's been so long since I've started using this, and I have not really thought about using another sort of like daily notebook. I don't know what to do next. Do you have any suggestions, either of you? Um. I'm in the same in the same boat, and in my Amazon cart, I have a brighter colored one for spring. So mm. I'm flirting with that, or a Rodiorama, or one of those cool vintage French notebooks because I found a seller on eBay that makes plastic covers for them. So mm. I'm beside myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't decide either. I might just wind up letting the kids pick it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't decide if I should go back to Confidants, which I usually do. Or if I should stick with the Leuchtturm, or if I should look up one, look up one of those other like brands, Log and Jotter, or Mark and not Log and Jotter, Mark and Fold, or yeah, I can't decide yet. If anybody oh. has any suggestions, yeah, right, Notepads hardcover book, that's also on my possible list. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You're specifically looking for a hardback book, like in that style. Not necessarily, but that's kind of what I was thinking. Okay. I, I would. I, I wanted to be the A5 size, mm-hmm. so I was also thinking maybe one of those like large field notes, like the the Rostri editions that are like much thinner. But A5. Yeah, one two things that popped into my head were one was the one I'm going to talk about later, which is a Maraman. It's a spiral notebook, but it's a really nice spiral notebook. Like a real, it's like a a larger size. When I say really nice, I just mean like it's it's not it it's shaped like uh, the cheapo ones that you would find at the walmart or whatever but it's yeah. it's really nice quality yeah. and it lays really nice and flat and the paper's great and they come in great a graph paper too but the other one i was thinking about was the the notebook that blackwing put out with the woody guthrie 
That was that oh. like oh, yeah. the competition book. Yeah, the, the, the combo yeah book. that thing's pretty cool. So yeah, That's are you are you going to use any pens or just pencils? I I use a little bit of both. I think probably every day mostly it's my pencil. But I I tested out that fountain pen in here. Sometimes when I'm making a list, I pick up a fountain pen just to play with or a ballpoint. So probably a little little bit of everything. The Clarifying Chain book that Tim sent me when we did the or those other guys did that thing on Indelible mm-hmm. where they bought each other pens on Amazon. They're like nine bucks and they come in a lot of colors Ooh, and gosh. they have amazing yeah. paper. That's that's a that's a good. I actually another spiral one that i i still love and i talked about it on the show like a long time ago it's claire fontaine it's a little larger spiral notebook that i bought at a art store and i'll send you a link they're like nine bucks but they're the paper's Mm. incredible i'll send you a link to it because these are okay yeah the one that tim sent me was hard to open but i just broke the spine in a bunch of places and it flips open and it's solid it's really freaking nice book Interesting. Okay. Mm, okay, I think I just cool. picked my next book. <laughs> this yeah. was helpful. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> You've got now. No, he's got his picked, and you're still like trying to figure out what you're going to use. Yeah. Yeah. So here's yeah. <laughs> Johnny goes through goes through notebooks so much faster than I do. Like this, I started this notebook right right after quarantine started last year. And I am just now getting to page 233, so mm-hmm. I go I go through them pretty slowly. Yeah, start at that one. Yeah. Speaking of notebooks, yeah. there's a couple new Baron figs that I wanted to mention. One of them is they're making a really pretty periwinkle confidant now of their stock. Oh, that is a pretty color. Yeah. I just got an email about that today. Light purple, kind of dusty periwinkle. <laughs> Fun to say. Fun to use. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a really good one. They made and they introduced another interesting one that is one of their like structured notebooks. It is called and they don't call it a structured notebook. What do they call it? They call it a guided edition. So this one is called a deploy. And it is a code notebook. And I was kind of looking at it that it's basically has just some like tabular pages for you to write code into. Do people and, write code in notebooks? Yeah, and so and so <laughs> that was my question. So I, I took it to the Baron Fig Fanatics Facebook group, where I know that there's a bunch of people who are working code for their jobs, like John Morris and Mark Cohen. And I'm like, is this is this useful to anyone? And oh, and and Seth Seth McCombs, who's a guy I've been talking to about mechanical keyboards, but it's just asking them all, is this something that people would use? And everybody was just like, it's an interesting idea. But no. <laughs> so I'm, I'll be really interested to see how Baron Fig kind of suggests people use that. And also if people buy it, because it's like, it's, it's cool. It has a very cool, you know, kind of vector image spaceship on the cover. It looks kind of like a retro video game. Black Confidant, the pages are like pretty just regular ruled. So it's probably pretty easy just to use it for regular stuff. But yeah, unlike all their other notebooks, this one doesn't feel to me like it has a really actual good use case. Hmm. Yeah, but but I, I would definitely be interested in hearing if anybody here, yeah, actually, like any any listeners actually find find use out of this because I've just really I haven't been seeing much from Baron Fig lately. This is the first in a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, since like the fall when they had the orange one, is that right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it's been a while. Also, want to mention I just bought on Etsy the other day some T-shirts that Bob Truby from Brand Name Pencils is selling. He made 
in the same sort of style as those Musgrave t-shirts that have the pencil designs on them. He's made some pencil, some t-shirt designs out of like old, old brands. Like he made a, he made a Futura shirt. He made a a U.S. Pencil Company Electro shirt. He has one of the Wallace Pencil Company Black Oak and a bunch of other ones. Super cool. If you want to get your t-shirt collection to be just, you know, different types of old (laughs) pencils, like you can totally make that happen. Seven days of the week now. So, yeah. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln show notes to uh, the brand name Pencils Etsy shop. He, he has some stickers and stuff there, too. He, he's kind of becoming a whole little enterprise. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Last thing I'll mention, and I, you know, eventually I think it would be cool to have it like a, like a main topic about this, but I have sort of been getting into mechanical keyboards. And I know we talked about this. Did we talk about yeah, this last week? Yeah, a little bit. Last time? And it was, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I finally made a purchase. <laughs> it is a this Chinese keyboard, this Chinese company called IQUNIX, IQUNIX, IQUNIX. And it has, it's really cool colors. I picked out the, the kind of like, switches the keyboard switches that i want to use that are kind of clicky but don't aren't too loud so next time we record i should have a review of this i should be getting this next week cool um, i'm interested so i'd yeah. like to just, hear just how follow. you like it yeah yeah just following up on that I, I can't remember if last time i talked about how i discovered that there's a website where you <laughs> yeah. own key keycaps and essentially letting you design design your own keyboard because i think still upset when you first started talking about it you're like i've heard you can get really fussy and like change colors (laughs) all this crazy stuff but i'm not really into that and then the next thing i know you're like so you can put your own font on top and then what (laughs) dove in really quickly which i respect i probably would have to i probably will too at some point yeah (laughs) that that is yeah that is kind of the the depth that I went to. There's a couple. I was talking about this guy. You now he uh, comes to the San Francisco Stationery Meetup out here, and he has this keyboard that is both ergonomic in that, like you, you know, the the sides of the keyboard are separated, and they're also ortholinear, which means that the keys are in a straight like line instead of like slightly offset, like most keyboards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to type with your teeth. And then he also uses he uses like a a layout called a workman layout, which uh, is more balanced between the left and the right side, whereas the QWERTY is very like left hand heavy. And I was just reading about that. And so he he's a he's a guitar player, so he his bruce, his wrists <laughs> are just like ruined. And so he <laughs> apparently the ortholinear keys and the workman layout has a better distribution and like less. Less movement of your wrists. So, and, and it's also a really good way to prevent like people from using your computer because nobody can use that keyboard. Yeah. So yeah, as far as deep as I've as I've gone, Seth has shown me that I, there one can go much 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 deeper. Cool. So that is uh, that is it for my very long uh, list of fresh points. Yeah. Uh, How about you? Two? First one I wanted to bring up was some notebooks that I've kind of referenced a couple times, but I was I got sent some notebooks from Michelle with Maruman USA, which thank you, Michelle, for sending these. I just kind of reached out and said, like, I've got some notebooks wondering if you'd be interested, what kind of thing are you into? And she just sent this like really awesome assortment of notebooks, which is really funny, like a super coincidence because the last episode 
we did my pretty pretty much my only fresh point was about that Hank Williams notebook. Remember about how like I was looking for a certain kind of spiral <laughs> notebook that Hank Williams had used. Not finding it. I'm still not finding it. I'm probably never going to find it. But I ended up going on jet pens and found a craft brown spiral lined notebook that was made by Maramon. <laughs> and so I ended up getting one. So I bought I bought a ruled one and love it. It's like really, really great, really tight spiral. It lays perfectly flat. The cover is nice and stiff. But she also sent me a graph paper one. So it's a uh, really nice 80 sheet, five millimeter squares. And so I've really been enjoying that, but they also got some other really neat things in uh, a smaller. Are you familiar with the Nemosign company or like a Nemosign brand? So that's made, that's made by Maramon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so it's the oh. same company. And so you're made in Japan. Uh, there's another one that was what I've, I haven't messed with it much, but it's, I guess you could use it as like a blank planner where you just put in the dates or you can also use it as like meeting notes because it has like sort of an organization to it. There are three sections. You title it. There's a date section, or you can number, which is pretty neat. But they're really, really cool looking. I just this is this one's got like a black plastic cover. And then one other you know, standout for me was also I'm trying to get better about writing letters back to people this summer. Is something it's a goal, and she sent mm-hmm. a they, they call it the report pad, but it's just a lined pad that is uh, let's see what size is this it's in millimeters so i have no i don't know what this means but 257 by 182 so if you can train oh b5 there it is b5 is the size but it's the perfect it's perfect paper it's super mm. smooth it's it's fine almost like a you know like bible paper or whatever or like library of america paper with lining on one side and has a line for the date at the top and so <laughs> this is going to be my new letter writing paper that i'm really Really super excited about using that pad for. Uh, And then the last one from there that I was going to mention is the one I mentioned earlier that I've been using today. And it's called the Croquis, uh, C-R-O-Q-U-I-S. By the way, a lot of these are available. She had mentioned, because the place she asked me to look at to see what I was interested in on, are on jet pens. You can find these on jet pens. And really all reasonably priced. And I love buying things from jet pens. Oh, nice. Good. It's a good place. But this one is, you wouldn't call it a perfect bound I mean, it has like the square binding on it, but it's basically just like a wraparound sticker on the binding. What do you call that? It's not stitched. I don't know, but you know what I'm talking. About. But yeah. it's but it's the, the, um, but the like the the tape yeah, binding uh-huh. or whatever is super. You can like easy to manipulate, so it basically it lays perfectly flat, which is really cool. Right, this, oh, it lays. Yeah. First yeah, time I got those it, are so it stiff. lays perfectly flat and has yeah. really creamy, like a creamy yellowish paper. And I and I got it with with blank sheets in it. So that's something that I thought about maybe using it as a like a songwriting notebook, like a f- lyric thing, kind of keep at my desk down here at some point once I work through the ones that I've got here. But I'm just I'm really impressed. And again, she sent me these to uh, let me take a look at them. And so I'm not just saying it because I got them, but I, I really am impressed with a few of these a lot especially that big spiral notebook that's that's by far my favorite and that's the next notebook i'm going to use because i'm about to finish yeah. um i'm about to finish up my loitch term that i use for like work stuff that i've had forever you know and so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into the spiral notebook and see how it holds up the only question i yeah. have about how it holds up is that every page is perforated 
so I don't know how I haven't tested the oh. strength of the perforation to see how well it'll hold up. Yeah, so it, and it might not. But you don't want you know, that just kind of tearing out on sturdy because the because the paper's a good quality and not like super duper thin on this one, so it might be and and they it's really well bound with a tight spiral like there's just like a ton of holes so it might be stronger than it looks i don't know so that's yeah so that's that from maraman yeah. usa there, nice. you can follow them on instagram i think it's like maraman maraman usa it sounds uh, like a dot kind USA, character maybe maraman yeah man that's entering that world in our house yeah. right now <laughs> oh pokemon henry's getting obsessed with pokemon and i'm gonna oh really but he but it's amazing because he's obsessed with it but he's never played it he just like <laughs> has a book like a encyclopedia of pokemon that he like loves looking at and he has like a few little toys and so his end of the school year made it out a second grade gift is i'm going to get him the new pokemon snap for switch because it seems perfect because uh... it's like nature photography it's not like yeah. battling and it just seems a little more like relaxing so we're going to try yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the I've Pokemon a little Go, afraid Go app on your phone for him to play with? Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's it's like, like giving cocaine a to a lifetime supply of Pop Rocks. <laughs> or, or like, here's, a, here's an endless bucket of fun dip. <laughs> Go wild, um, kid. So I'm a little... <laughs> yeah. Tim, do you ever want yes, your exactly? Yeah, do you ever want to yeah, see your like, phone again? He's going to be. Do you ever like, want to have a charge outside, battery? Which it'll get him outside, which <laughs> I think is great. But I'm gonna. I'm. I'm literally afraid that he's going to take my phone, and just walk out into our neighborhood, and just get himself lost. Yeah, and the traffic getting not even. Yeah, that would be <laughs> bad. Traffic. But just end up in somebody's backyard, end up trespassing or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> which I could totally see happening. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the only yeah. other thing I've got, and this is pretty cool, but and this is also yeah. another connection to the Hank Williams stuff, but I was I'm trying to think of how I ended up finding this. I think I was looking up stuff about the Bob Dylan archives that are opening up that are connected to that like Blackwing that came out, the the blue pencil. And in it, I found out about something that has been part of Bob Dylan lore for a long time that I had never come across, but is that I found out that he is a pocket notebook user and has some famous pocket notebooks in his collection that people have discussed for years and have actually sold at at auctions and stuff and that in the the main ones which there are multiple and I'll, there's a really cool picture that shows like all of his different pocket notebooks but the main ones were the notebooks that he wrote the lyrics for the tangled up in blue album and so so basically like oh, wow. Dylan's archives cool. are becoming available through this the center for the first time and people are seeing with these little glimpses that he is so much more like meticulous than people would have assumed like that this stuff isn't just coming out that he was doing draft after draft after draft after draft after draft right and he has this like tiny little handwriting in these little pocket spiral notebooks that he was just carrying around and writing all these songs so i i there've been i've heard references that they're going to that someday there will be a book that'll probably come out that'll basically be like a facsimile kind of thing where it's all of the pages in the Tangled Up in Blue notebooks kind of an annotated, which would be super awesome oh, to be able to see. And also there's lots of, you know, he writes lots really of lyrics cool. that don't make it into the song. And, oh, the, the interesting connection to the Hank Williams thing, that's where I, I kind of got off track, but is that his pocket notebook 
in that link that I sent you guys to that no depression article, did you notice that it has the same, the spiral logo on the front of it? It's the same, the spiral. Yeah. 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 And oh, he man. is it's just teasing you. He is, it's he is a you. You know, <laughs> self-professed Hank Williams fanatic. And so I just had a intense burst of pleasure in my core thinking about the possibility that he had sought out a notebook <laughs> because he had seen the notebooks used by Hank Williams, <laughs> that he was like, I need to find one just like Hank Williams had. You know, I like had that brief. <laughs> I, I guarantee that's not true, but oh, I man, see it, that. Was, it was really yeah. fun for a second to be like, oh, what if he was hunting this down just like I'm trying to hunt again? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just part of a tradition. Yeah. The spiral, it's the, the same, same the notebook. Same there it is. <laughs> icon or whatever. Now I want to read it if it's like, if there's a lyric <laughs> yeah. that's tangled up in periwinkle. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a great, like, he's like, oh, no, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. Tangled up in royal blue. <laughs> Not periwinkle. No, no. <laughs> Tangled up in violet. Man, I can't get this. I forget about it. It, did say, it does say in that article that he, the Tangled Up in Blue, was originally called Dusty Blues, and then it was called Blue Carnation One, which is he he made a good choice there. This is the the revisions paid off, but this is a great. This is a an unpublished yeah. lyric yeah. from his pocket notebook. So it says, "Perhaps you've seen me walking on the highway in your mind. Had some big ambitions, but they all broke like glass. Always done my duty and tried to be kind. I couldn't stop the progress of a nation going blind. It's like, dang, that was his throwaway. <laughs> That's it." <Wow. a, laughs> That's the st- that's the stuff where he's like, no, yeah. It's just like, and this isn't good so, enough. But it's very cool. So there's a. You should, I encourage yeah. people if you're interested in Bob Dylan, just to Google Bob Dylan's pocket notebooks, and there's actually a lot out there of of interesting pictures from his pocket notebooks, and a little there's a little bit of lore behind a few of them. That, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I forget he's still alive. Like. We talk about Bob Dylan. He's, you know, this genius. Just yeah, away, he's, but, yeah, he's just he's so still, He's still making pocket notebooks out there. Maybe. Private. You know, it's it's wild. And here's, yeah, and I, here's the, to be a good cover photo. Yeah. But this is, I'll share it with you guys. But this is a picture of his, basically a stack of his pocket notebooks from the from the archives. So here, this is great podcasting, yeah. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paste yeah, it into here art. and just let you guys see it. And, and then maybe if you're, if you're listening, you can... <laughs> We can edit this out, but you guys, are you guys ready for this? You no, this is ready. ready. People want, ready. this is what people get want. Get ready. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. No. So. You're ready. <laughs> are you ready? Oh, well, it's there. Google's lying to you. Oh, I don't see anything. <laughs> You're loading, teasing. loading. There it yeah. is. Uh, it's loading. Let me so, reload. There it is. Oh yeah, look at these is. guys. Yeah, it's pornographic. That, that, mm-hmm. that like little really beat up leather one that, that just says cool. notes and embossed, like debossed so that, gold. Is yeah, really that's cool. all. That's all I've got. Yeah. So if you're if you're a Bob Dylan fan, huh. Google Bob Dylan pocket notebooks, yeah. and there's a, a whole bunch of stationary goodness out there to wade through. So anybody got anything else you want to bring up before we close Thanks. things up? All right. Mm, I don't think so. Yay. Please. Johnny? I don't got to think of anything. Oh, um, field notes, where are you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll be able to talk yeah. about them next time, so that's that's good. Yeah, hopefully. I'm just going to be crap stoked. Brown. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> well, they do have a weird tease on their website with this beautiful green and letterpress that says 50. Yeah. It's like, it wouldn't be like we'll them to tease out. about that and if, for it to be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, also, but also not exactly we'll that. We'll find right? out. Like, All right. Johnny, where can people find I you on the internet? I am not going to sleep tonight. Oh, you could find me at PencilRevolution.com Andy? and on social media at PencilUtion. And I am on at Andy.WTF. You can find me on Instagram Twitter, at Timothy Wassum, and I'm on Twitter at Tim Wassum. We have a very loving and generous group of people that are supporting us on Patreon. If you're interested in doing that, you can do so at Erasable.us slash Patreon. We... I have some certain kinds of extra content that we give out. This year it included some really cool shirts, T-shirts that were designed with the help of our friend Ali Sarah. And we also have a some, some jokers who do a, a pen podcast for us. It's called Indelible that is released only to our Patreon subscribers. So there are uh, extra content that is made available to you that's always kind of developing and could change over time. But that's a way of us to, to say thank you uh, for supporting us at different levels. So if you're interested, that's erasable.us slash Patreon. And these are our $10 producer level patrons. David Johnson, Lori Smith, Phil Munson, Nate Raybeck, Donnie Pierce, Bill Black, Miriam Bokout, Dave, Harry Marks, Allison Zapeta, Diana Oakley, Tom Keekley, Andre, uh, Andre Torres, Kyle, Paul Moorhead, Andrew Squish, Ali Sarah, Jamelia, Stephen Frank Solly, Aaron Willard, O.A. Pryor, K.P., Millie Blackwell, Chris L., Hunter McCain, Bob Ostwald, Michael Dialosa, Adam Probola, Jacqueline Myers, Tana Feliz, Ann Sipe, Joe Crace, Measure Twice, Michael Hagen, Chris Metzkus, John Bainan, Bill Clow, Random Thinks, Jason Dill, Dave McDonald, Mary Collis, Alex Jonathan Brown, Andre Prevost, Prevost, sorry, uh, Kathleen Rogers, Bobby Letzinger, Fourth Letter, Kelton Weens, Scott Hayes, Hans Noodleman, Terry Beth, Jay Newton, Stuart Lennon, Dave Tubman, Chris Jones, and John Wood. (sighs) Yeah, let let me start over. So... Let me take a nap and I'll go for the summit in the morning. We're uh, recording. Thank you so much to those who support <laughs> us on Patreon. There are multiple levels you can support us at from as little as, what is it, $2? Yeah. A month or whatever. So, yeah. So, thank you yeah. to our supporters yeah. on Patreon. $2, $5. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Erasable Podcast. And you can join us on Facebook, like our page at facebook.com slash Erasable Podcast, or join our wonderful Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable. If you have a second, go over to iTunes or to Overcast or whatever podcatcher you use and rate and review the podcast. That helps us uh, a great deal. There's not a whole lot we can do to promote things, and that's one of the most effective ways is to bump us up in the algorithm by giving us a little review love on on itunes and also we need to i think feel like we should do an episode one time where we like dig through some of those reviews and talk about some of our reviews on on the episode we haven't done that in a long time <gasps> Ooh, i haven't looked at him i want it's a probably, dramatic reading of the negative reviews it's probably it's probably been two years like, since i've looked these I looked guys at some of them, talk so like, too much to, about pencils to like, I, I hope we have some <laughs> real bad ones it, yeah uh, 
<laughs> It'd be cool to get drunk and read some of the like mean ones. <laughs> like you guys, you guys yeah. talk too much, and I gotta yeah. fast like forward it. But for some reason, Jimmy I insist Kimmel, on like, listening anyway. Mean tweets uh, <laughs> segment or whatever. Let me do that. All right, but uh, yeah, so. Rate yeah. review us on iTunes, yeah. recommend us on Overcast, whatever. The show notes for this episode will be at erasable.us slash 163. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, maybe we'll turn it off. Mm-hmm.